that lets you save okay. your body is supposed to perspire that's how you release toxins it has a lot to do with our lymphatic system as well but in that regard our body is supposed to sweat it's supposed to cool itself so when we're cold our body is supposed to heat itself Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Hey, hey, good morning. So today we're talking about cold water therapy. And uh, it's not something that everyone's going to do, but I think at least you get, you're going to get some information about it. You know, what's interesting is like, I, th- I don't think a lot of people realize like chemically your brain gets like the more decisions you make, the more stress, the more, it's not just discomfort, it's thinking. Like the more you use your brain, we and, the, and that's the thing is like we only have so much, like we can only make so many decisions. You know, there's actually an interesting study and I think it was with kids or maybe with adults. At, at any rate, they had a plate of fruit. No, well, they did, I've read both studies. They have a plate of fruit and they had a, uh, a plate of cake or, or like fruit and veggies like clean. Then they had a plate of like cake Sugar. and pastries and sugar and the more so they did and then they put these people through tests and made them make more decisions and they made um uh, they were more tired they were more stressed out compared to the people that were fresh and the people that were fresh and alive and awake they chose better food options and the ones that were like mentally drained they chose the pastries which i think is always interesting and one of the reasons i think we go to the pantry in the evening when it's like oh i don't have food prepared i don't know what to make i'm gonna go get some chips crackers pop whatever it is from the pantry because our brain doesn't we have in our in our system, we have something called the, uh, so we have our lymphatic, but we also have our glymphatic and our glymphatic system actually detoxes our brain while we sleep. So it clears it up and it gets us ready, fresh and, and alive and awake in the morning, mm-hmm. I think, which as you can see. But I think we really underestimate the power of sleep. Most people know like it's important, like sleep is important, but I think it's one of the things that just always gets pushed to the side, right? Like as not so, like we don't put it high on our priority list a lot of the times or we're too busy. (laughs) We hear that all the time. I'm just so busy. (laughs) That's why we always say to get your workouts in in the morning, bright and early, because throughout the day, then you can always like, I don't know, but like for me, like I can always come up with a bazillion excuses throughout the day, but maybe why working out might not be a good idea. (laughs) Or it gets that lower and lower and lower on the priority list, but you wake up, work out, get it done. And then think about it yeah that, and okay. that's that's what happens is we're, we're we make so many decisions and we're tired and drained that by the end of the day we're not like let's get a workout and you got to do those things before like when you're alive and awake and alert like let's go but then of course you have to look at those people that don't have great sleeping patterns or don't sleep well or don't have evening routines or morning routines because i feel like in that case that's not going to help you like trying to get your workout in the morning mm-hmm. it starts with the proper evening routine that gets to proper sleep habits 
and so then morning true. routines. So true. So, um, yeah, you got to have those. This idea actually came from Zach and our Fit Fam as a little challenge that we're going to put together. So we'll do the challenge in the fitness family, but I wanted to talk about it with you guys as well, just for fun, because it's something that Dorothy and I have been doing for the last couple of years, experimenting. I've done a few different like 30 day challenges, 10 day challenges, um, one minute, three minutes, whatever it is. There's a lot of different ways that we'll talk about that you can do it. But um talk about the benefits first, because people, when we tell them about it, are often like, why would you do that? That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, well, there's tons of benefits to cold water therapy. And I feel like there's more benefits than we even know because so few people do it. And I do imagine there's not a ton of studies because... Not many people do it? Well, it's not just that many people do Not many people do it. But you also, like, when you find research or when you go to research something, in most cases, you have to find something that people are going to do, mm. right? So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to the masses. Don't get me wrong. You can find smaller studies of people doing all kinds of crazy things, but smaller studies around like cold water therapy, for example, is minimal because that individual doing the studies probably isn't going to make like mainstream news because who's good, like this very small percentage of people are going to do it. Like, yeah, like that's great news, but I'm never going to take cold shower. Yeah. Or we hear people like, I've tried it once. And I tried it once. Never <laughs> again. <laughs> so when it comes to the benefits, we can start off with one of the things is one of the things that stands out to me most, especially for those people in Alberta, is the ability for your body to heat itself. And I think this is, is extraordinary or profound in the ability for our bodies to heat itself as it used to. Do you mean that in the same way as regulating its own temperature? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the ability for to warm and cool. <laughs> that's that what, what you're talking about? That's what I'm getting to. Okay. Just want to make sure just I was understanding. Just want to clear that check up. check for understanding there. <laughs> Minus points for interruption. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. So like, especially in Alberta, I, you don't see it very much in LA, but in Alberta, for example, people are often cold or I, I see like more people that don't have like circulation in their hands or feet. They're always cold. doesn't matter what the temperature is. And I feel like that has a lot to do with how our body regulates its temperatures. And now, so let's say, for example, like in Alberta, when when you are always putting on a sweater, for example, when you always put on extra socks, you crank the heat up that and, I, and I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying that reduces the ability for our body to do what it's supposed to do. So when we like when we when we work out, our body gets hot and we sweat, just for example. And then that sweat is a purpose for our sweat. Our sweat comes out cold in our body. So it cools our body. But then, I mean, you could look at something crazy, like an extreme example is antiperspirant. It's actually a chemical that you put under your arm. So you don't perspire. It's, you know, it's, it's insane to me to think that we actually do those things because your body is supposed to perspire. That's how you release toxins. It has a lot to do with our lymphatic system as well. But in that regard, our body is supposed to sweat. It's supposed to cool itself. So when we're cold, our body is supposed to heat itself. When it's, you know, when you go outside and it's a bit colder, it's easy. It's easy in Alberta to put more layers on. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm All I'm saying is that that's why we run into the issue of people when we just crank up the heat or we put extra gloves or socks on and our body doesn't have that mechanism to heat itself anymore. Or when you're extra hot, for example, your body has the ability to better cool itself. So if we look at something like cold water therapy, see, if you look at the very, the, like a very general example is when you hurt yourself, like an easy one is when you sprain your ankle. You sprain your ankle and they teach you to like maybe physio or your doctor, whoever it is, they, they do hot, cold pools. 
to increase circulation. So what that does is flush out the blood, like the bruising is pooling blood. So you want to flush that out and then you want to, you want to bring, they also tell you to elevate it, right? So you want to bring that deoxygenated blood back to your heart and then flush it. So you your blood is basically flushing that um, blood in and out and cleaning it. So if you look at cold water therapy and you put it in hot and cold, that increases circulation because you bring all the you like in the hot the hot will bring all that um, all that blood to the area and the cold will be like and bring it back away. So you're always like bringing it back and forth, whether it's thirty seconds, one minute, back and forth. And if you would look at I don't know if the, how interesting this is to you guys. I imagine you would just leave if it's not. But if you look at the ability to have a cold shower, most of our bodies are warm on a regular basis like we're warm inside and i'm not talking about like you wake up with a chill i'm talking about if you're standing outside it's freezing in most cases we have a home we have a shelter we have a heater we have blankets but you're so if your body's regularly warm that's the circulation that you have but if you do something you step outside your comfort zone and you for like a cold bath for example or a cold shower and you force increased circulation that's when we see more of these benefits that we're going to talk about today it's no doubt that cold water therapy is uncomfortable. But one of my favorite things that Drew always tells me is that you have to be get comfortable being uncomfortable. So if you want to see changes in your health, if you want to improve something, if you want to do something differently, then you have to expect and be okay with being uncomfortable until it gets a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> then you change it up so it's uncomfortable again. And then you change those. So you just... That's just how it is with cold water therapy. It's going to be uncomfortable. So going in, expecting to be uncomfortable and being okay with it being uncomfortable because of the health benefits is a mindset shift that that you will have to choose to make if you want to experience the benefits. But one of the, like personally, when Drew and I first started, started cold water therapy, I wasn't like really too much on board. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh. Or at all. Another crazy thing that Drew just wants me to do. <laughs> but what I, I but some personal benefits that I have seen is has been an increase in um energy. So if you do it right in the morning, it like wakes you up. You got all this energy first thing, like first thing in the morning. Um, also metabolism. I have a really super slow metabolism. <laughs> I get so mad at Drew because Drew has a high, like high running, like nat fast. That's what it is. Drew has a naturally fast metabolism and our, it's so, so interesting how we're so like, our bodies are so different. <laughs> I mean, female, male, that makes a lot of difference too. And how your body works, obviously, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm about. just rambling now. But <laughs> anyway, I just think it's so interesting that like the cold water therapy has definitely helped speed up my metabolism. And in fact, in like probably like eight, seven, eight years ago, I did a couple fitness competitions. And that was something that we actually put into my, what would you say? Like into my program was cold water therapy because it increases your metabolism and burns body fat. So that was, I found that to be of a benefit for me. It also helps improve sleep. So if you're not a great sleeper, cold water therapy can help you get a more sound sleep as well. And more recently, and we're still trying to figure this out and I haven't really shared this too much, but 
I've been having trouble with, what do you call them? Night sweats. It's like, it's so the strangest thing, but just probably the last like six months or so, just waking up in like this pool of, pool of like sweat and having to like change and so hot and oh can't gosh. sleep. Okay, it's I don't just even know, like, I don't even know the graphics. Well, anyway, anyway, super and terribly uncomfortable, but that's one of the things that we've been experimenting with, where I've been experimenting with to help regulate body temperature is the cold water therapy so, help with that. So I know a lot of women come to us with like hot flashes and like that are going through menopause. Cold water therapy can help with that. You know what's interesting to me is that we'll, we'll talk about more benefits here, but there is unlimited benefits to cold water therapy. And, and like I said, we'll give you some more ideas or suggestions and examples. But <laughs> if you take like a three minute shower or like a cold dip, for example, there's so many benefits. And I, I just feel like it's it's a bit bizarre to me to like to wrap my head around how you could have unlimited benefits by putting yourself in an, an uncomfortable position for let's say 30 seconds to three minutes. Let's just throw those numbers out there. And so many people are not willing to do that. Like just to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation for three minutes out of your day. Think about how many minutes you have in a day. And so few people will do that. So if you want to be, I suppose, a, a bit different and you want to see some results, then I think you can. You need to put yourself in an uncomfortable position or, or situation. Situation, but the reward, like the risk and reward, it's, it's it, you know, it's the return on your vet investment is mind blowing compared to just not. So that's something to think about. You know how we teach and we always teach small progressive steps towards change. So with cold water therapy, it's no different. We wouldn't suggest hopping into a cold shower or a cold bath for 10 minutes. <laughs> Start with 30 seconds and build like a minute, two minutes, and you can keep building from there once you get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. So I don't know what I started at, probably 30 seconds, I but seconds. I, maybe 10 seconds. <laughs> but um, we just have a timer, like we time it on, on, the, count, on the bathroom counter yeah. and yeah. It's uncomfortable for sure. <laughs> it does get easier though. Like it yes. gets easier without question if you put yourself in that situation. But I was doing some research not too long ago, maybe two months ago. And I heard that I was doing some college um, research and I I read that cold water therapy can actually help the collagen in your face. Oh, cool. So if you run cold water for 30 seconds on your face, like maybe that's how you end your shower. Maybe that's how you start your shower. But that can help um, increase the elasticity in your face and get that collagen and working and moving and grooving a little bit to help reduce wrinkles. So That's cool. I thought that would be interesting for some people that are, you know what, we don't look at, like we're, we look at the holistic route. We don't look at, well, I don't, I don't want to put anyone down. There's a lot of, <clears throat> um, I don't know, there are synthetic ways to look younger. <laughs> yeah. So if you look at, at something like cold water therapy, that could be something that you guys are interested in. You know what was interesting? So when I was in LA here, just this last trip, it was, the water's cold. Everyone thinks that... <clears throat> Everyone thinks it's like tropical or like Mexico or Belize or whatever in, in LA, but it's not. They have colder winter months and the water is freezing. So I would actually go to the, I would, I would drive, I would ride my bike to the ocean and I would have shorts and a t-shirt and a hoodie. And then I'd have my towel wrapped around me on top. My hoodie was on and it was a bit cold. It was a bit cold outside. And then I said, so I jumped in the ocean. It was freezing. And when you jump in, you lose your breath. It's like, mm. <gasps> I'm like trying to catch my breath. And then so I'd stay in there for, I tried to stay in there in 15 minutes, freezing. And, and, and all the surfers are in wetsuits and you have some tourists, like the kids that are like, oh my gosh, ocean. But if you're around ocean regularly, or if you're a surfer, you have a wetsuit, it's freezing. So anyways, I jump, I would jump in there and I would 
be freezing. But then on my ride back, all I would have is my, what do you call these shorts? You don't call them board shorts. I call them swim trunks. You give me a hard time. What do you call them? I have no idea what he's talking about. Swimming trunks. What do you call them? A swimsuit. Uh, for men? I don't know. I can't remember. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when I call my, sh my, they're like sw swimming trunks. I don't know what you call them. Dorothy always gives me a hard time. She's like, who wears swimming trunks anymore? I think he's gotten confused. Had <laughs> <laughs> too much sleep. <laughs> I don't remember making fun of you for calling them swimming trunks. Yeah, you, do. you also give me a hard time for calling my dress pants. Slacks! <laughs> I don't know what the problem with that is. I'm sorry if you call dress pants slack, but I think it's so funny because that's what my grandma called them. <laughs> Maybe because that's what they're called. And I never really heard anybody but my grandma called them slacks. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever Drew is talking about his dress pants that he probably wears once a year. Maybe twice. Maybe twice a year. He's like, have you seen my slacks? I'm like, that's a good story, Grandpa. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to offend you if you call the dress man slacks, but that's just a little joke around here. <laughs> I, I can't stand like dress pants or dress clothes. They drive me bonkers. So restricted, he says. I can't move. You can't do anything. Like, I'm in shorts and like a hoodie and sweats all day. So when you go and put me in restricting clothes, I'm so uncomfortable. So, anyways, I call them slacks. I refer to them once a year. <laughs> Dorothy always gives me that. Same thing with my swimming trunk. Anyways, so what I was saying is after I jump in the ocean, before I get in there, it's cold out. It's a bit windy. The weather isn't great. So I jump in the ocean and, and it's freezing, but then I get through it. And on my way back, my circulation is so alive and my, my, my blood is flowing that I don't, my body doesn't need to heat itself. I'm sorry, the clothing doesn't need to heat my body. My body's heating itself. So on the way back, all I, I put my towel around my neck and I have my shorts on and I ride back and that's it. So I think that's just a quick example of how we're explaining that you can use clothing, you can use heat, other heat sources. But if you give your body the ability to heat itself through cold water therapy, then you don't have to use. I mean, we all have those friends that have like 25 blankets on or like big mm. giant jackets. Of course, there's climatization and stuff like I was colder here than I was there. So there's other factors. But reduces inflammation because this week in a couple of our lives, we've been talking about how to reduce pain and the source of pain is inflammation, right? So a lot of people who have chronic pain, cold water therapy would actually be beneficial because if you can get your inflammation down and reduce your inflammation, then your pain will start to decrease as well. So, but it's usually something that no, that most people won't even give a second thought to, right? Cold water therapy, no freaking way. <laughs> Well, it's the same thing with if you have an injury, for example, we talked about. So you could use hot, cold pools or you could use just an ice pack. Like, you know, everyone's here at the baseball diamond or whatever. You, you get an ice pack and you put it on your arm, your leg, but to reduce the inflammation, we'll consider putting your, your entire body in, you know, in a colder state to reduce inflammation on a regular basis. So those people that have chronic issues, you know, chronic pain, I suppose, not issues like chronic joint pain in their joints, for example, lower back, we hear a lot about. You could have cold, you could do some cold water therapy and then you could be have less pain. Mm -hmm. Do you wash in a cold shower or do you just stand there and, and shiver? Just stand there and shiver. Depends who you are. <laughs> It's Dorothy, you stand there. You stand there and shiver. So I actually do, I actually transition a lot. When I, I don't know, when we first started looking in, I always took super hot boiling showers and Drew would be like, oh my gosh, like it's, it's scorching like, hot. 
that's just what I liked. I liked super hot showers. But since doing more cold water therapy, my normal temperature has decreased, of, of showering has decreased quite a bit. So I'll do my showering things. <laughs> I'll wash, wash myself. Okay. <laughs> and then I'll turn the timer on, like turn the, turn the water all the way cold and turn the timer on and stand there and, and wait until the timer dings. <laughs> like what, this. What do you do? Well, I have, uh, there's different versions. So for me at times, so I did that 30 day challenge where it was, I did three minute minimum. It was funny when I first started out, it was like struggle to get to three minutes and I would shower and I, I would, um, I would like wash myself and like do a full shower in three minutes. I know people shower for 20 minutes. So they're like, what could you get done in three minutes? But I think like after that, I got everything done in three minutes. I'm like, what are people doing for 20 minutes in a shower? Like for me, it's, it's a huge waste as environmentalists. Most people won't do this. <laughs> so you're not alone. It's we're just we're just trying to give you a different perspective and think outside the box. There's just tons and tons of health benefits to cold water therapy. The issue is is that most people won't do it. Mm -hmm. And um so there's uh, what I was I was trying to say is that I did different versions. So I would do 3 minute. So at one time I did 3 minutes of a full sh full shower and then that kind of progressed to around five minutes and that was no hot water at all and then right now i'm on my this is my third day of doing a hot shower and then finishing off with 100 cold water so there's different things you could do and one of the things i want to mention before you jump in there I'm is that it doesn't have to be like you don't have to do it forever that's not what we're saying we're not saying you should turn your cold your hot showers into cold for the rest of your life that's not what we're saying all we're saying is that you could give your body a, a little boost so maybe you do a 10-day challenge maybe it's a 30-day challenge and you do that every three months for example it's just a different way to offer health benefits to your body that's mm -hmm. all i had a question for you but now i don't remember what it was oh <clears throat> I was going to say, is there like a recommended or suggested amount of time? Like I'm sure people who are super serious about cold water therapy do it for a certain amount of time. Well, it, it really depends. So when I was I was mm -hmm. in my playing days, I played a, a speed position and my legs were quite sore often. And it was important for me, like my legs were everything. So I would actually sit in a tub what you know waist deep or whatever nipples deep <laughs> and um it was ice like it was in i would go to the next to the uh sport physio rooms yeah sports therapy room whatever and, and then there was a there was a tub next to it and they would use that for therapy and i would fill that with cold water or whatever ice, ice. Mm -hmm. and i would sit in that for 10 to 15 minutes after practice or training sessions so and you should mention that you were one of the least i don't know how to say it least injured players mm -hmm. yeah later on in my career I, I played three full years full seasons back to back to back with no breaks without one injury besides my broken hand which i played through and healed very quickly from but that i like i i swear by that like that saved my legs that probably saved my career at that time was sitting in a cold tub and like going through that pain and then and players would come in and be like oh my gosh you're crazy and i'm like and i'd be sitting there shivering like it was uncomfortable but um that was what i was willing to do to compete at that level those people that thought you were crazy were probably sent home yeah because they were angry yeah well or had to spend time off the field yeah no? so but so i guess what i'm saying to answer that question is 10 to 15 minutes could be recommended but that's extreme like that's high level athletics you could look at if you're looking at regular everyday people like we are three i think three minutes is great but it's the same thing as we talk about like when we talk about hydration we're doing a hydration challenge fit fam soon yeah if you talk about hydration we say you should have two to three liters a day 
and someone's having a cup like this is your water for the day and then we say drink three liters it's not gonna happen no. so if you have never tried cold water therapy try 10 seconds see what it's like the, the problem is, is that, <laughs> the problem is most people try something one time and they're like not for me but to get some benefits you're gonna have to do it for an extended period of time mm-hmm. one of the recipes for cold water therapy was to fill your tub up and then put three bags of ice in there yes. and let it let it melt to like 80 percent i'm like that mm-hmm. is some serious cold water therapy right there. <laughs> I'm going to try that, actually. Oh, gosh. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try that. I've been, I, I always like to try new things and experiment, but I'm going to sit in an ice tub. I just have a hard, bit of a hard time with the um, plastic eggs mm. and then the one-use thing. Yeah. And they're not expensive. I just we don't like plastic. And then one-use and that's it. Seems a bit of a wasteful, but um, I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. I do want to try that, though. Mm. So one of the things that I thought was interesting is that when you do, when I was doing like three minute shower like three minute cold showers that you could get through well like i used to brush my teeth like i do brush my teeth especially if i'm doing like charcoal or if i'm doing a turmeric brushing i'll brush in the teeth in the shower which takes a bit longer um but if you do like you then you brush you brush in the bath like in the sink and you turn the water off you don't let the water run while you're brushing your teeth it drives me nuts but so that's the one way to save water but also you can actually you can wash yourself in three to five minutes without much of a problem and then i feel like people won't shower unless it's like 10 15 20 minutes so anyways what i'm trying to say is that for environmental purposes there's also a you know a, a large benefit as well so you're not sitting there showering forever mm. or even bath like we bath and we like to recommend taking baths as well so i think actually think that's a nice balance you know if you take your detoxing bath for let's say three times a week mm. and you fill up the bathtub that's a lot of water to use or waste if you could if you will but then if you have three minute showers kind of balances it out i guess so so there's a couple of resources the ice man wim hoffman or something like that so he does a bunch of work around cold water therapy so if you want more resources you can just look up the ice man and i'm sure he'll pop up breathe like different forms of up. different forms of breathing exercises especially in cold water that's pretty cool uh, you can look at anthony robbins uh, win hoff or is it wim x is win oh wim hoff yeah it's wim hoffman yeah I think. w-i-m and then second name h-o-f Wim Hof. Okay. So he does, he's called the Iceman. He does all kinds of crazy stuff in, in cold weather temperatures, in ice water. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's the right spot. And also, um, and, and, and it then includes that with breathing exercise, like how to breathe properly and all the benefits to breathing. So that could be of interest if you guys want more resources. Well, I didn't know about this guy. Does he have a documentary? <laughs> Is that a documentary? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have to check that out. And then also Tim Fer or not? Well, Tim Ferriss actually he wrote a bit about it in the Four Hour Body. Uh, oh, he, he, that's not the name of the book. Yes. Okay. Four Hour Body. He okay. also has one called the Four Hour Work Week. Oh, that's. He nice. also has one called the Four Hour Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he wrote about it a little bit and did some studies. It's uh, did some documented studies around the benefits of cold water therapy. And then you could look at someone like Anthony Robbins who does a cold water plunge every morning. He's got like a giant mansion and then he's he's built like a cold little cold tub in the ground that he jumps in every morning and then he talks about a life of luxury (laughs) (gasps) and he talks about like the state like changing your state of mind and being like for me it's it's i feel like it's empowering like you do something that you don't like i don't really want to do it i just know there's benefits of it so you do something you don't really want to do and you get through i did that yeah Yeah. and you're like you you, especially do in the morning you feel alive and awake and rejuvenated and you get some like cold water splashed in your face you just automatically like wait Mm. i think Kind of like running a marathon. <laughs> that wakes you up. No, no. You're like, you do something that you don't really want to do, but you feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> there is actually like, you know, like the, the different um, pools, like 
going from hot to warm to cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's benefits in that cycle too. Therapeutic. Yeah. We did that at the uh, Kananaskis. Kananaskis. Yeah. Been there a couple times. They it's awesome. have the wellness pools there. I don't know what you call them. Nordic Spa is mm-hmm. what it's called, but they have all the wellness pools. So you can go from yours, you go from a hot pool to a warm pool to a cold pool. I was really proud of myself the last time we did it because I did very well. You didn't. You know what's crazy? Is it's, <laughs> it's a mind thing, right? Yeah. Like it's your mind. It's not that bad. And I was like, trying to tell Dorothy it's not that bad. And she's like, no, 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 it's freezing. But then once you do it and you get into it, you actually went back two or three times. Yeah, it felt really good, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we have to go back to the mindset of people like, if you could wrap your head around being on, like, if you're uncomfortable for 30 seconds, for three minutes, let's say, your body could reap so many benefits. But it's just that mindset of people being like, no, that's not for me. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks so much for spending your time with us. Yes, that was fun. fun hanging out with you guys. Thanks for joining us for some laughs. Yeah. I think we could all use some laughs these days. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. Bye, guys. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.